Hey everyone, welcome to the Light of Day on Reiki Radio. I'm DeAndre of the Ritual House. I'm an energy healer and the creator of Spelled Ritual Baths and Oils and also your resident astrologer. Hey everyone, Amy Sage here of amysagereiki.com. I love energy healing and crystals. And I am Yolanda from theenergeticalchemist.com. And today we're going to talk to you about finding your purpose, being on purpose in the season of Virgo. Are you ready? Yes, we are. Let's go. Okay, here we go. Light of day on Reiki Radio. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hi. Can I just say, can we just be honest about how excited we are about doing this together? Mm-hmm. Yes, we are excited. <sighs> I seriously have been talking about it. Since we finished the first one, it was yeah. like, oh my God, we're about to redeem ourselves on this second. <laughs> redeem? <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm more like, what did I just get myself into? Uh-oh. <laughs> well, it's interesting, you know, like just for people listening, I mean, you can imagine, of course, like we have to find our footing with this and find our groove, but we're so excited to be here all together to talk about the different energies each month. So, um, and our... Uh, resident astrologist is DeAndrea. So we'll get into all of that a little later in the show. But I know that um, we talked about behind the scenes, just discussing what Leo season was like for all of us. So what was going on with you guys? Uh, there was a lot happening in Leo season. D, why don't you start? I was going to um, say we have a little Leo, uh, Leo moon, Amy over here, mm-hmm. who led the full Leo way. <laughs> season. <laughs> I did have the folio way. It was actually quite magical, I guess. It was one of those things where really you had to step back and everything that I've been like trying to manifest for so long was actually starting to unfold. So it was you know, embracing the folio. Okay, I'm here. You know, I'm ready to start my Reiki. How am I going to do this? Where am I going to go? Following the doors and just really being like, okay, I'm ready and stepping into it. And then, you know, another fun road trip, more travel happened during this time too. And that was really exciting. So yeah, it's been a fun Leo season actually. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. What about you, Dee? Um, <clears throat> so you know how... I always say, I talk about like the year that I'm in and I'm in a Leo year. Mm. Like that's my house ruled by the sun. So this, this whole year and I'll get to the Leo part, but like, even like this whole year was really about like, I'm in a second house perfection. Like, oh my goodness, what do I value? So my whole year was like a Leo thing. Like, what do I value? Um, how do I want to be seen? Um, what do mm-hmm. I value? And I think I also learned this year, how am I valued? Like having people show me my value has been an extreme, I think, Leo lesson. Because there was a point in time when people would compliment you or say something like that. And you'd be like, oh, girl, get out of here. You know what I mean? You couldn't even like fucking accept the compliment. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so this mm-hmm. year, I've... I think my lesson was to just say thank you. And I put myself out there. 
I nurtured like what it was that I was trying to appear as like what I needed when we were in cancer season. And then when Leo season came in, I said, okay, like I've nurtured this seed, like it's ready to, you know, show itself to the world. And I changed all my business stuff. And that had been in the works for a minute, but it was actually like, boom, I sent that email out. I told everybody, hey, my name changed. This is why I felt like when I started, I was this person, you know, like I just, I put myself out there and, Uh you know, I did my first distance astrology session, which I didn't even know was distance at first. And she left me a Yelp review. And I need to say this because this is hard and it's still, the sun's still in Leo right now. Um, but she left me a Yelp review value point. Right. And I cried like actual real, like fucking tears, like drip down my little face. And I looked at my (laughs) husband and I was like, like I'm actually crying tears. Like I got goosebumps on my arms and it Mm -hmm. just like, it proved a point that, Sometimes when you show up, the universe lets you know it's where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes when you put that one thing out there, the universe says, okay, about that damn time. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Let me show you how you were received. And I think like that was my big Leo moment right there, which was from a Leo. Put the can cherry I, in that cupcake. I just say something with that. I mean, hearing you say that, I think from the outside looking in at you, this whole process, especially very specifically, like with the ritual and astrology, another thing was just how much it mattered to you. I think that's what really struck me about like this being something you were so aligned with because it mattered to you. Like you really, it was like oozing out of your pores and it's all we've heard about for a very long time. Like it really, really mattered to you. So I'm so glad that you're in this space and that things are lining up. Mm-hmm. And you hit the nail on the head when you say values. Like, I think we all had a lot of focus on values too. At least I can relate to that too. In in my year, as you know, everything was about values. And since values weren't being met, you needed to find out how to make them, you know, match that. So, and I think like the value topic, honestly, it really is how we value ourselves. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The same way with like doing something for someone and not thinking like um, it's that big of a deal. It's just like, oh, you know, girl, don't worry about it. That kind of thing. People want to be received just like, just like people want to say thank you. Like how many times has someone done something for you and you didn't get a chance to like say thank you? Like, oh my God, they left already. I didn't even get to say thank you. Like that exchange is that energetic exchange is on the same level as being thanked as it is mm-hmm. being able to say thank you. I, that is I, so just, true. I always yeah. say that too on the podcast and I don't know, I say it a lot because I try, I think to really get it across like how appreciative I am when people do send messages or reviews or whatever it is. And it's like, man, you don't know how much that really makes your heart shine and feel like, oh, wow. Okay. Like, yes, what I'm doing and what matters to me is actually supportive in any way. Um, I think that's what has stood out for me in Leo season was more of really being more heart centered. Cause I think 
even though I started all of this in a place of it was exciting, I was learning things and I enjoyed it, somewhere things got murky and I diverted away from what mattered so much to me into what I thought I was supposed to do. Like mm-hmm. the things like what everybody was asking me for and what I thought just what I was supposed to do. And then, and you guys know, you saw it, like I hit a wall and I was like, pretty much there, I had like one foot out the door. Like, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore, but it was because I came out of that heart centeredness. So this season for me, actually this year for me has been a lot of reconnecting back into just my alignment, like what Mm -hmm. I want to do, what I feel called to share and just trust what your values are. Yes. What my values are and trusting that will magnetize in mm-hmm. the people who want to share in that with me. And you know what, too? I think like that brings in the Leo loyalty and it's showing that when we are loyal to ourselves, our ideals, our truths, our beliefs, people who are loyal to the same thing, like they will become loyal to our work, like what we're speaking, they will hear us. And I think like that is, that is in essence, like what you're doing, like you are speaking to people and you need to be heard and have people hear you and it be your truth is so much more impactful than it being the truth of someone else or Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like something else. I need to figure out how to put that as a caption on the screen in the video in the edit part, like being loyal to yourself and loyal to your own heart. Cause I think Mm -hmm. that's something that we do. I mean, you know, like we're taught culturally, like take care of everybody else, everybody else first, everybody else, what they think of you, how they perceive you, like if you're accepted and all of these things. And so, yeah, I think that's a huge message for all of us on so many levels. It is. And we have to, um, you hit the nail on the head with that one too, because now we have to uncondition ourselves to think, you know, we have to think of ourselves first because we have to be happy and we have to fulfill our own purpose and values to have everyone else have that ripple effect around us and be happy too. Like people don't understand you have to be happy first. So we have to um, relinquish that conditioning to think of what we have to serve everybody else first. No, we have to be happy first. She just reminded me, that sounds like such a good segue into this Virgo season. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just so everyone knows behind the scenes, we were talking, um, a lot about this and we'll get into our daybreak in just a bit, but something that highlighted for us in this discussion was purpose and how a lot of us even come into this work because we're seeking purpose or there's that inner heart calling. Something is going on where we're like, I got to do something different. I don't know what I have to refine. What do I do? What do I need to learn? What information do I need? And there we go down the rabbit hole. So with both of you, um, whether it's related to the work you're doing now or not, like, have you ever been in that space where like purpose was highlighted for you, whether you felt in it or out of it, or what does that even mean to you? Yes. um, Purpose has been a big player in my life this year. As you both know, I've gone through this massive transition and, and it's like when you're not fulfilling your purpose, everything around you is showing you that you're not fulfilling your purpose. And it's interesting that when you finally tune into that and realize that there's another direction you have to move into, everything just starts opening up more. And Deandra, feel free to jump in at any time. But like, I don't know. You go. <laughs> no. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, it is. I, just, I just think that like with purpose – 
I realized I wasn't following my purpose this year because I was so unhappy and I was so like, how, what am I going to do to find those values? What are my values? I had to start at that point. What do I value? And I had to dig deep to even like figure out what do I value? Because I kept listening to what everyone told me what my purpose was. Everyone was telling me what my values and purpose should be, but they weren't my own. And therefore I wasn't happy. So I had to unlayer everything and I had to learn and I always knew Reiki and energy was going to be my purpose. I knew this years ago. A lot of other people knew too. I know you too now. And you've just been sitting there waiting for me to catch up. But it's like once you finally fall in alignment with that path, everything opens up and your destiny and your purpose just keeps unfolding in front of you. And you don't even understand the level of it until you keep stepping into it. That, my friends, is called a <clears throat> Neptune square Neptune. Um, listen, <laughs> what did you say? You said, um, first of all, we weren't waiting for you to catch up. There is like, there's no catch up. The first person who's ever given me Reiki was you. I mean, I had no idea what that was. She's seeing bunnies and stuff in my liver. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> I forgot about that in the couch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, like, this is the real deal. Um, so there is like, there is no catch up. You know what I mean? We were just holding space. Like we knew it would happen. Um, yeah, when she said it, it take that step. Totally. It reminds me of a lot of people coming to this, like regretting mm -hmm. how much time they took not coming in. Yeah. But the truth is, I mean, even though you got to a place where you were really not happy prior to that, you learned a lot of skills that are going to help you in the business you're building now. Right. And that's exactly. like one of the things I had to kind of like reconcile with too, like not regretting that I did corporate for so long. Cause a lot of what I learned over there helped me for what I'm doing now. And so that's one of the things too. I think like a lot of times wherever we're at, it may serve a purpose, but then we outgrow whatever that means. Mm -hmm. And it can be really hard and scary to transition out of what we thought was right because now that's changing and not recognizing like, well, you actually are growing. And that's a thing. Like we're constantly evolving. Yeah. I just want everyone to know Amy just gave the church point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I try not to interrupt. I'm such an interrupter, but oh. in this, I have to shut up. So the only thing I can do since I don't have an emoji is be like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> that's good stuff uh, so what about you Dee with purpose Pascar. oh oh <laughs> yeah um I mean I spent a long time and I I think I'm not, I don't think I said it on this last episode and I hopefully I didn't but you know I was working when I first started my business I had zero clients um and I had this cute little name and I knew I was just going to do facials and Brazilians and, you know, it was going to be this little la 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 thing. And, um, I started, I met Yolanda, um, took her intuitive mastery course, led to Reiki and Reiki actually made me a little sick, like the energy work, you know? I, it was too much energy and I didn't really know how or what I was doing. I was just doing it. Right. And I was just playing at first. Like I had a friend who came in and she was having some stomach stuff and 
Um, you know, so I worked on her during a facial, but it literally like liquefied my guts. It was like, I just took on whatever her stomach was feeling like. I literally, it was not a happy day. Um, and so I was just like, no, I can't like be charging for this, going out doing this for people and who knows what I'd run into and I need to like keep my head right. And then I had this lady come in and I was not doing energy work on her. It was just a facial and she snatched my hand and she said, oh my God, the energy coming off of your hands is incredible. And I said, oh yeah, you know, I'm attuned to Reiki, but I don't offer it. And she goes, wow, what a gift to have and not be willing to share. That was my purpose moment and a message. And I started offering Reiki that next day. Mm-hmm. Here's a lesson that I learned. This lady came in getting a facial. I put my hands like over her heart, her chest area. And I saw this older lady and I saw this young girl, this little girl, and she's just crying. And the mom is like pointing her finger at her. And I said to the, um, to my client who was not having an energy session. I just want to say that again even though she did allow me to work on her. I was like, oh my God, I see this little girl crying and this older lady standing above her and she feels shamed. So I'm over her solar plexus at the time. And this lady just starts crying like boohoo tears. She goes, that's my mom. Um, My dad used to molest me and I told her and she didn't believe me. Now I put myself in a position because, um, I should have just did the work and not talk to her because I didn't have time to go anywhere with that. You know what I mean? I had a client right after her and now I just do what I say therapists do. You know, they peel the onion and make you cry and that's it. Um, so it's like I put myself in this position that let me know, oh my God, I could have eased her. And I was ignorant at that time because I was super green it wasn't a session. I shouldn't have said anything. I should have just asked questions like I do now. I could have dug so deep into that and never spoken a word to her and just encouraged her to come back for a real session. Those are just for people out there like that are actually practicing. These are things like you want to make sure that you know in the beginning. If, if you don't know something, especially if it's not even an energy session, and you can't ask, like, figure out a way to not trigger someone to the point where you can't take the gun away. You know what I mean? So anyway, that was like, that's when I knew my purpose. And that's when I was kind of like really itching to like make that be the main thing I did, like an energy healer, but also an esthetician instead of, oh, I'm an esthetician who does energy work, like on the side, like the little whisper, you know? Mm-hmm. When you say that, I'm going to make a note because I think that's a really good topic and we should probably talk about it in Libra season and how we relate to each other, but holding space is huge in this work and it is something mm-hmm. that isn't talked about a lot. So we should definitely go over that. And um, while you were saying what you were saying, I was smiling at first because I remember <laughs> the times last time we talked about how you would send me like these page long text messages, <laughs> but also, it reminded me of um, the shifts that we go through because, you know, even oh. what Amy said a moment ago, like, yeah, we have those times where we may be in our purpose and then we outgrow it. But what that feels like, and I remember DeAndrea would text and be like, can I come over? And she would come in like sweats and just like, honey, lay out on the couch. And um, 
we all go through that, but it's really, it can be hard when you don't have community or you don't know what's going on with you. And honey, these growth periods we go through and these changes, they hit us on all levels. So it's like, don't think you're crazy. Don't think there's something wrong with you, but tune in and check to see what is changing. Like what is ready to make a move? And hopefully you have community to connect with. I mean, you can reach out to us if you like, <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot of shifts that go on. Yeah. And I, I recognize too, like once you're aware of these shifts happening, then it's easier to dial in. But also totally. like for me too, the shifts are all different, but they're uncomfortable. And so you have to remember, like when you change, it's going to be uncomfortable. Stick with the uncomfortable because that means it's working. You know, don't revert back to old patterns and old ways of being. Know that it's working. You're uncomfortable. Good. I'm making progress and keep moving forward. But yeah, like right now, I'm going through this other weird shift too. And a lot of it's like emotional. Like my, my emotions are just on the surface. So there's definitely another shift happening right now. I'm boiling up. And also like, being like, maybe just stepping out of Leo season, it's just like I'm also ready for action and for work now too, you know, that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm writing down, <laughs> I'm going to put that on the screen too. Honey, you guys are dropping them today. But I think it's um, so important. I'm so glad we're having this conversation together because we've all had very different experiences, but there's that string of similarity. And I think it is so helpful for people to hear, like, you are not alone in this and, Mm -hmm. you know, but you get to the other side. And so here we are now, the three of us really, truly in very different spaces than we were when we all first met and focused on different things than we were when we all first met which was years ago, but this year highlighted for the three of us again, a new space, right? Reconnecting to a new purpose, feeling more aligned, a new alignment, however you want to say it. So now that we're going to go from Leo season and whatever that was for all of you, and if you're listening, think back to what last month was like for you, even what this year has been and where you are now. So we're going to um, move into our day break and DeAndrea is going to start us off. These Virgos. Oh, happy birthday to all the Virgos. Yes, Virgo season happening. Happy birthday, Ames. Oh, thanks. It's my big 4-0 this year. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait. I am ready for 40s. I hope it's better than all the rest. You know what? I felt like 30 was, I would never be in my 20s again. Oh, my God. Oh, God, no. Ugh. The decade okay. of dumb is what I call it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> there was some fun in there, though. Maybe fun yeah. and dumb. <laughs> yeah, I like 40s so far. So far, so good. So just to, like, kind of lead us into it, can you give us some background on this energy? Like, Um, well, yes. So let me start, let me start here. Well, I'll start with that. So Virgo, you know, I think Virgo is a very misunderstood, um, sign archetype. Um, they kind of get, you know, this little, oh, they like organization and they want to be very detailed and they want to be very neat and they like a clean house. And it's like, oh my God, like, it's just like, it's so much deeper than that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we went from 
Leo season, which was about, you know, showing ourselves like, ooh, look at me. Like, let me show you who I am. Can you see me? And now we're going into Virgo, who wants to be seen too, but they get seen through their work. They get seen through what they provide. So that that eye of detail, the the brain compartmentalizing things, you know, it's like you have this football team in your head. And if everybody just does their damn job, we'll win the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that is where the attention to detail comes in. You know, they want to make sure that whatever it is they're offering has a purpose, right? They want to make sure that if they do one thing, there's a reason they do it. There's no room for for fluff. There's no room for clutter. There's no room for all this other stuff. It has nothing to do with necessarily being clean. It has to do with, can you see what my point is? Am I speaking to you clearly? Can you understand what I'm saying? I don't need to fill the space with 50 million words. I want to be direct. I want it to be succinct. I want it to be practical. I want you to be able to utilize it. I want to see you using it forever. Like that's the biggest compliment. So I think that, you know, Virgo is about um, wholeness. It's about making sure the wheel rolls. You know, Leo, give you a pretty tire, but... Virgo will make that shit work. You know, mm-hmm. it will show I you what this tire is for, right? It will mm-hmm. get you the places you're trying to go. Like that's that's Leo or that's a Virgo's purpose. They want to be purposeful. They want to be needed and they want to make sure what they're offering you appreciate because what they offer is them. Everything they have is in that thing. And that's why Virgo moons tend to be Hello, Virgo Moon here. Um, that's why Virgo Moons <laughs> to be very critical of their work. And a lot of shit doesn't get put out because they they can see that one thing that mm-hmm. can just make it a little bit better. And before they open themselves up to be criticized by someone else, because we spend enough time criticizing our own stuff, <laughs> you know what I mean? They would say, uh, let me just wait a minute and wait till I get this one little thing in to add this one little sprinkle of glitter on top and everybody will see me shining. And that, you know what I mean? Like it just, they can work the magic out of things. And that is something that I know me personally. My brother is a Virgo moon. One of the smartest, dumbest people I've ever met. Like he is so smart. Like he's book smart and he's street smart, but he's Virgo moony. So he's scary. He does not like to be told no. He, it's, it's, it's a huge, that, that is a part of the shadow. The part of the sun is that when they do serve you, it will be a complete meal. You will be nourished. It will taste good. It will, it will have all the components and they'll watch you eat it, and they'll look at you, take that first bite, and they'll just sit at you looking, watching you go, oh, hmm, and hit every single taste but on that tongue. That's the compliment. I like that we have these conversations about the signs because it reminds me of, like, one of the things that was most beneficial for me about learning the different archetypes because if you are someone who really doesn't like criticism and doesn't like to be criticized – and say there's someone in your life that is that way, like sometimes, like, yes, some people can be overly critical and it's just like, get out of here with that. However, there are some people, and when I think of Virgo, I think of like attention to detail. And if you can see it from a lens of sometimes, whether we're doing it to ourselves or someone else is supporting us, 
sometimes it is coming from a space of just that refinement and like their attention is I always say like you're lucky to have a Virgo in your life I've always been because I'm more big picture and the little the details of the minutia will completely like I don't know but I like that there are people that have that energy that hone in to like the little details and can say like, oh, this slight modification will make this thing better because I'm too impatient for that type of stuff. So I like how it shows how the different energies of the different signs can support all of us, no matter what our own natural tendencies may be. And Virgo friends need you because... They will not do the shit, and you'll be like, who cares? Just put it out. Like, you can figure out what you need to fix later. You don't even know all the stuff you need to fix until it's out there. And you're like, well, that is that is a way to look at it. That's a perspective. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my God. The ways we help each other, right? So are you – before we go into um, Amy's uh, crystals around this or around the tarot around it, I just have to ask – both of you with this season, like does something personal come up for you, like a personal focus or how do you think you could best benefit from this energy? Can I say one thing before I answer that? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about how all these planets are clumping up in each sign right now yeah. and how that is almost like allowing us um, this form of recalibration of the energy that we're in. You know, for people who know or don't know, like, let's use a, a full moon, for example. You have a new moon, and the new moon um, is in the same sign as the sun, right? The sun and the moon are conjunct. They're in the same house. They're in the same sign. They are offering the same energies. Your moon tells you what you need. Your sun lets you know what you want. And those two things are in sync with each other. And then you have the opposite, a full moon which the sun is in the, is opposing the moon. So what your needs and what you want aren't in alignment, right? There's this balance that needs to be struck. Right now, all these signs are traveling together, right? We had that clump in Cancer. We Thank God that's over. We had that <laughs> clump in Leo, right? So, okay, how are you, what is it that you need? Um, how are you feeling? What do you want? Um, how are you communicating those needs? How are we taking action all in the same house, all in the same sign, allowing us to get into alignment with that house, with that energy, with that archetype. And then it's moving into the next sign, asking the same thing. And now, you know, Mars is getting a little head start, like it's leading the pack. You have this martial energy. He, he's already entered, um, Virgo took his sword out. He's like clearing this path like the warrior he is. So his cohorts can come in right after him and do the work that needs to be done. Venus is going to come. It's going to make things pretty. It's going to set the scene for what we want, how we want things to look, the how we're serving this thing. Like what is the platter that we're serving? What do we want on it? How are we going to visually appeal to people? Then the sun's going to come, shine a light on that. Mercury's going to come in and communicate those things, right? It's going to put you to task. There's this energy that's happening right now that's kind of allowing us to get our shit together, come into alignment, know how we want to work with each house that we're in, know how we want to work with the energy that's surrounding the planets, like entering in an order that they are entering in. There's just, we're being so supported, no matter how uncomfortable we may be. The time is now to do what it is that we need to do 
because we're not being fought. Like we're, we're not being interrupted. There, mm-hmm. There's no, oh, I'm feeling like this, but I really want this. No, like everything is moving together saying, okay, well, this is all the same energy. How do you want to do that? And I think it's really imperative that, you know, as we are going into Virgo season, that we took the sunshine that we got from Leo and we stand behind our service, allow, uh, allowing ourselves to be seen and allowing, our, allowing them to see more of who we are through what we're serving. I feel like everything you're saying is directly about my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope everyone feels that way. Right? I'm sure I'm not alone. Oh, my God. It's, like, perfect. Isn't that funny yeah, when, like, you actually think work. that? Yeah. Seriously. You sit on top of the mountain, you waved your hand, you said, hey, everybody, look at me. Now everybody came to your doorstep, and they want what you have to give. Mm-hmm. And you just answer the door and fucking show up. Like, right. that's, that is, like, that's where we are right now. Because mm-hmm. I am not going to get into 2020, because we're not there. But when Jupiter leaves uh, Sagittarius, like, things aren't going to be as... We won't have that Jupiter at home support that we have right now. And everybody would do their due diligence to really take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. That's why I was thinking, um, like, you think about rocks and crystals and everything. And I've just been so thinking about fluorite. So I know both of you know about fluorite. Um, so I'm going to share a little bit. I have this little sphere for the people that are looking. Um, I'm talking about rainbow fluorite, but rainbow fluorite is so, like, it's a protective stone, but it's also emotionally stabilizing and it's perfect for Virgo season because Virgo season, you know, we're going back to school, right? All the kids are going back to school. So this helps with them. Um, thank you, Yolanda. So I did, uh, I'm actually have this little grid going and there's Herkimer diamonds. So those are the smaller ones. Um, That's beautiful. I just did. Yes. Isn't it beautiful? I love it. And I love rainbow uh, fluorite. So there's also fluorite that can be solid too. There's green fluorite, blue, purple, yellow, clear. This is the rainbow one. And what I love about it is, you know, not only does it help you increase like your self-confidence, but it also helps bring like structure. It helps bring um, like your decision-making. It helps support your decision-making skills. And it also helps. It's a great learning aid too. Um, so it's perfect for back to school because it helps stimulate creative thought. It helps you put together and promote like concentration and connection of knowledge. So it's perfect for this time. Um, cause I'm also thinking about those kids going back to school, but it also, <laughs> you know what I mean? Virgo yeah. season, school. Anyway, it helps to neutralize, um, stress as well which I love it for, helps ground excess energy. So, you know, now I want to put everything into action in September of what I'm doing, especially with my practice, but it helps, you know, ground me. It helps me feel centered. It helps get rid of all that excess energy I don't know what I'm doing with. So, um, and it's great for all chakras. It helps balance every single one of them. Let's see, I also... um, Helps clear cluttered thoughts. We thought you talked to some, you know, a lot about clutter. Exactly. And it helps clear your cluttered thoughts, which I think is great. You know, releasing that excess energy um, is very complimentary to that as well. And it also um, combats anxiety and just helps bring in stress. And I've been sitting here like holding this as we've been doing the, the podcast. And it is, it's helping me to relax more. It's helping my words flow and 
I absolutely love it. And it's perfect for this time too. So I encourage everyone to get some fluorite, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I say one thing before you start the tarot? Amy brought up the body and I thank you for bringing that up because mm -hmm. that's also a Virgo and thing. Like they rule the guts. So and being anxious, um, high stress, like one, yes. you're, you're keeping track of a whole football team in your head. So mm -hmm. that's enough stress in and of itself. So like really like making sure like you connect to the body during the season is extremely important. Rub yourself, take a bath, um, make sure you're meditating, eat good food, like that your digestive system will be extremely stimulated, especially mm -hmm. how busy we're going to be having every planet being um working through virgo energy so just imagine that being it's not just one planet every single planet we're working through this virgo energy so intensely that keeping um faculty of our anxiety of our stimuli of our um, nervous system is extremely important mm -hmm. i love that and it actually reminds me of it's that's a great segue into the tarot card that is associated with virgo the thing is so funny about this. It's the hermit card. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when people hear hermit, they think just automatically, like the thought is like, oh, solitude, go away. But always what has stood out to me on this card is his lantern. It's hard to tell in this depiction mm -hmm. of it, but it's actually a six-pointed star, like the Star of David. So it has that energy of as above, so below, that harmonization. So it's like it reminds me of one – Virgo being ruled by Mercury, but also when we have that balance, that harmony within our own selves, it gives us that way to access our higher mind, right? The yin and yang within our being. So it comes back around to reminding me of what you were talking about earlier, DeAndrea, and like that energy of refining how Virgo wants to refine things. And we mm -hmm. often try to do that from a space of fear, which is much different than really seeing clearly from your higher mind of what works and what doesn't and not being motivated to make changes from like, you know, not the most supportive space. I'll say it that way. But you guys already know me, so you know how my mind goes. But the other thing about this, when I was thinking about this higher mind alignment and um, how Virgo can support us in this way is even just the symbol for Mercury, right? I mean, it looks very similar to Venus, the symbol for Venus. So there's some very feminine energy. But even when you turn it upside down, like a little offshoot, but it also has that energy of Saturn in it. And then Pluto, if you take this half moon and bring it down, it reminds me of like that higher mind being up here, like that intuitive mind being more mm -hmm. out. Whereas with the Pluto, it comes down and it's more in right? So this whole thing with Virgo too, it reminds me of this is a really good season, supporting us from what we got from Leo and trusting ourselves. Like, yes, get the information, get, go, whatever you need, sort through it and find out what really freaking matters. But at the end of the day, it's you that has to make that call. Mm -hmm. So that's why Same I like thing. This, this card for this season. That's the message. And that ties, it, that ties it right back to what you said in the beginning. It is about us, mm -hmm. right? We're still, we're still in the personal signs. We haven't reached Libra yet. We're in, we're, we're in relationship where we're in wondering, caring about what we're doing for other people. We're still yep. below the horizon here. So yes, it is about like, but that is the sensitive area for Virgo. It is about them. 
they know that they know what they're giving is them. Like, so if you criticize that they they're doing all the critiquing first, they have thought about everything that they could possibly imagine about this thing that they're about to serve before they serve it. Mm-hmm. So when they serve it, if they've put everything, all that attention to detail, every bit of feeling, every bit of, of mental that they could in this thing and it's not accepted, that's a difficult thing. And some people don't pass that threshold to put out their work just because of fear of that being told no, not being good enough, yep. not being accepted. Do you know what you just reminded me of too, especially because you said we're still below the horizon, like right before we go over Virgo in of itself, a lot of this energy also reminds me of self-mastery. Now, I know a lot of people are triggered by the word because it doesn't mean you've mastered anything, but you two know, I always say like, you better have your mind right because if you're not managing it, someone else will. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times Virgos, some people perceive them as being cold because they can be or come off as very mm-hmm. mm, self-reliant and self-sufficient and their internal game is no joke. And just like what DeAndre is saying, believe me, they've criticized themselves from here to heaven more so than you could ever do. Mm-hmm. But it, it, again, it reminds me of that responsibility of managing our own thoughts, really being aware of our own emotions, our own energy. And again, that coming back to that word refinement, like, we're the ones responsible for this entire process right here. And mm-hmm. so really, um, I think there's something about this energy that highlights that for me. If you always frown at what you see in the mirror, you will always frown at what you see in the world. Mm-hmm. Hello. Virgo's message. I and love that one. Yeah. Find the beauty in yourself. One, no one else will either. And then two, you won't see it reflected out in the world. That's the thing. It's, it's loving ourselves. It's, it's understanding, like, look, like I'm giving like my heart. I've put all this in there. Whoever it's for, they will receive it. They will love it. Whoever it's not for, like they, it wasn't made for them. Mm-hmm. And that is like the, the training, that mental training that you have to put yourself through to put yourself out there. But that's also why when mm-hmm. I got that review, it hit so hard because I was like, oh my God, like, I've been talking about this for a long time. I started learning astrology when I was six. The last conversation I had with my dad before he died was about that. Like it, but I never could see the point of serving it. And once I found the point, it was like, oh my God, like, all right. And you guys know it's all I talk. I'm so annoying. I even annoy myself. (laughs) (laughs) To have somebody say like, thank you. Yeah. Like that was, that was all I, that like gave me all the juice I needed Mm -hmm. to say, okay, I'm doing the right thing. Can I say, I love that you say that too, Dee, because it reminds me of in the beginning of this conversation when I was saying why I'm thankful to have Virgos in my life. And you said how like my energy will also support them and being like, go ahead, just do it. It, what you're saying, it reminds me of that while this energy can cause us to have a very critical eye and notice the small details, but also having that balance of not ever feeling like anything isn't good enough and how, yeah, we don't want to get so stuck in thinking that we're only good enough if other people say we are, but what a gift when people do recognize the work you've put in, just like you said at the beginning with Virgo, like being acknowledged for the work that you do, how you're being purposeful, how you are being of service it means a lot when we recognize each other. And I think 
a lot of people have a hard time admitting that they want or need that recognition. And a lot of people even have a hard time giving it. But the truth Girl. is, like, we support each other so much in those exchanges. Mm-hmm. That's, like, one of my biggest values is being appreciated. Because yeah. as a Virgo, I put in a shit ton of work to get <laughs> that to be the what it's supposed to be and to make sure everyone enjoys the party and to make sure, you know, everything is set the way it's supposed to. Like, we put all of our energy into the details. So... Yolanda and Dee's idea can launch. We're the one who do the work to make it get there, you know? So we want to be recognized. I'm sorry, I do. And I'm not afraid to admit it because that's how I know that people are appreciating and enjoy, you know, my product and my service and everything else. So everyone, that's Amy. Yeah. Honey, from the mouth of a Virgo. Yeah. And I work hard, you you know, in everything, everything. Even when I clean my house, I work hard to do it. But it, you know, because everyone comes in and they love it. Do you guys remember when we were at Amy's a long time ago and she made us a lemon pie, a peach pie? Mm-hmm. And you critiqued it. And the first yes. thing you said is that we I, put lemon in that. And I just sat there and I was like, oh, oh my God. Thanks. Did you like it? Amy went out of her way. She like made us a fresh peach little tart. Yes. And it was delicious. And by the way, she grabbed it. Was. I was like, and I grabbed a pipe and I go, oh, you didn't put lemon in this, did you? <laughs> and listen, I wasn't oh. in a judgment. It was just like, it, one, it was like, I'm a cancerizing. Like, I, my tongue just knows like the one thing. And I just looked at it and I just said it. And Amy, and we were all cracking up. So um, mm-hmm. it's really good to have friends that know you and- you can say things like that to them and then they laugh because they know you. It's just like when Amy says her very Virgo eighth house things, you know, you just laugh and that's Amy. When other people might be offended or take it the wrong way, someone else would have probably cried if I said, oh, oh, this needed a little bit of lemon. I was just, that, that popped in my mind when you said that. <laughs> well, we're only down to, we have like just under 10 minutes left. So I think this was like a really juicy conversation. Hopefully everyone listening, some light bulbs are going off for you, but I just want to wrap it up with asking you guys um, with this energy. I think we've covered a lot, but do you have any recommendations for how people can make the most of maybe this season or even in your own life, what you plan to focus on or how you're going to utilize this energy? Um, Yes. I think it's going to go back to taking care of yourself. Mm. If you are full, if you have connected with yourself, um, I said I was going to start this challenge for Virgo season on Instagram saying, you, I don't know if any of you guys have seen Cool Runnings, but like there's this little it's old Disney movie where they're like on the bobsled yes. and he, they're fighting in the bar and one of the guys is getting bullied and he pulls him in the bathroom and he says, look in the mirror and tell me what you see. And I think we all need to do that. I think we all need to go look in the mirror and look at uh, ourselves and see what we see and don't have it be like, Oh my God, this, this, these 11s in the middle of my forehead, 
don't pick out the thing you would elevate, pick out the thing you love. And I think we need to start honing in on the things about ourselves that we love. I think we need to start making sure that we are having rituals in our life, that we are taking care of ourselves, that we are getting the solitude that we need, the quiet time that we need, even if it's not to meditate, even if it's just to not be stimulated from other people. Like Mm -hmm. me, I always talk about, I need some fucking quiet, Mm -hmm. some space. I just don't need to be around people. Like we all need that. Keep, if you keep your energy up, if you keep to yourself, if you make sure that you're taking care of yourself, all this work that we're going to be um, inspired to do, we will have the longevity to do it. Otherwise you're going to be sick. And that's another thing with Virgo season, catching a cold. Take care of yourself. It's going to be high stress, high energy. Take care of yourself so you can get the work done and stay healthy. I yeah, and I for, think. Oh, go ahead, babe. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I think my what how I'm going to use that is similar to what you just said. I think what comes up for me of what I I feel ready to do this season is be a little more disciplined now, right? Like I feel like last month, I let myself kind of be in a space of more freedom and not that I want to come out of that, but I do need to be a little more detail oriented at this point. Like I feel like I'm moving into a space where it's like, okay, girl, get your life and pay attention now, like really hone in on the details. So that's what I think I'm going to do this, this uh, season as well as with food. I mean, and my body, I need, listen, like we could go down a rabbit hole on that, but just different areas of my life where I do want to pay more attention and um, just take more responsibility for how I'm executing things. Mm-hmm. That's because no one has seen you eat a pizza like we have. Honey, <laughs> people only knew. Um, this this season, I'm definitely going to use the energy of this season to launch my practice. I've got a lot of details to work on in the next couple of weeks. I'm really excited. And honestly, what I really encourage everyone to do is dig deep and find your purpose. Because if you're not happy, ask yourself what's going to make you happy. And like, I... And as a Virgo, I really had to think about it. And I had to think a while about it because I didn't even know what happiness meant or anything. You know what I mean? So I just encourage everyone, if you're not happy right now, figure out what's going to make you happy and let's get started and wake up, you know, do something. Yes, exactly. So use this energy, be creative, you know. Well, listen, I mentioned a minute ago support and everybody knows if you listen to the show, like I think community is everything and support Mm -hmm. is everything. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, We're so excited for you and your launch. So I recommend that everybody check out these ladies, go to their site, see what they offer. Um, Could you tell us your new website, Ames? Oh, it's amysagereiki.com. And I will be officially launching September 1st. Um, But of course, I am doing long distance sessions and also regular sessions here in San Diego, like in-person sessions. Honey, thank you. So I'm going to make sure that we have the link to amysagereiki.com. And then DeAndrea, um, I want you to share your contact information with everyone as well. But in case you don't mention it, I'm going to tell everyone you should also check out the blog that she wrote about Virgo. So. Go ahead, babe. Take it away. I'm glad you mentioned that because I 
You're probably correct. I was just listening to Amy talk about it, and I was like, Amy is so good. Like, yes, and I will be opening September 1st, but until then, I am doing Reiki sessions. I'm like, can I get some of that, please? Um, the ritualhouse.com. Also, if you are in the San Diego area, we have ritual baths there. I call it like the mini healing session through the middle of the week. I always say, you know, having your energy session, um, like your deep, one at the change of each season and then in between like keeping that energy up like have a ritual bath each month make sure you're cleansing yourself rub your bodies down with oils like set your intentions call your people in like keep up with your energy i mean that's that's honestly like my whole point of even having the ritual house i understand and and this this has had many manifestations or many thoughts before it became before it came to life but I think like that, that's my message. The ritualhouse.com, astrology, consultations, distance, and in person. Um, just make sure you let me know in the intake form your location. And um, that's it. Okay. Well, I just want to make sure for those of you listening, it's the ritual house, but it's H A U S. So the ritualhouse.com and I'll also have that down in the comments, the description as well. And if you guys are here, you know, I'm old news, but you can go to the energetic I offer sessions, um, energy healing and uh, coaching, but honestly, my primary focus right now is the work that I'm doing like group work. So if you want to join us in the alchemy circle, you can learn more about that on my website, which is the energetic so, and, and make sure you all, um, tell Yolanda how awesome the intro is to this show because she, mm-hmm. oh, oh yes. So you will see that on Instagram and Facebook. Yes. I'm very excited to share that with everyone. You guys are the best. So as always, thank you, DeAndrea. Thank you, Amy. Thank you everyone thank you. tuning in. We will thank see you, you next month. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, ladies, so that was a really good conversation. How are you guys feeling about that? All this totally good conversation. Um, I thought it was great, and I really hope that people, if they take anything, it's to make sure that they take care of themselves. It's to make sure that they stay grounded. It's to make sure that they really are paying attention to what it is that they need and how they're putting that and what they're offering in the world. Even if the, what they have to offer is just for themselves. Honey, say it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I totally agree. Everyone just needs to, yes, stay focused on, you know, trying to figure out what is your purpose? What does make you happy? And um, I hope everyone starts using some crystals to help energize them through this this next Virgo, Virgo time. Yeah. And don't forget about that fluorite. That's what you mm-hmm. recommended, right? Yes. The fluorite is wonderful, especially for your kids. Put that, that grid up. Yeah, I have to say it was funny that you mentioned um, school, going back to school, because I was like, oh, that's interesting timing with, you know, Virgo season and all of that. So I am so thankful that you ladies are a part of my life, that you are here, and that we can share in this way together for the community. So just want to remind everyone to be sure to check out DeAndrea at theritualhouse.com. That's H-A-U-S. And to check out Amy's work at Amy Sage reiki.com 
and you can find me at theenergeticalchemist.com. So we will see you next season. Be sure, don't forget, please share with us what comes up for you throughout Virgo season. If any of this resonates with you, if you're like, oh my goodness, this hits home, or you have questions, reach out to us. We're all super responsive. And look in the mirror. Oh, yes. Look in the mirror. <laughs> look in it. Tell me what time. you see. <laughs>